0: Hello, and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hi. So this is an extra special episode that I'm very much excited to bring to you. And before I get into it, because today you're going to hear from some of my former clients, some of the women who took my last course, and they're going to share with you their thoughts about the course and how it helped them and what they learned. And I'm excited for that. But before I get to that, I want to, first of all, just ground and center this conversation. And so the first thing I want to say is when you're single and you don't want to be single, you know, this is something that I know very well. (laughs) I remember very well what that felt like. One of the most painful parts of that process and that journey is this feeling of, I just don't know what else to do. And in the absence of not knowing what to do, it's easy for us to then say, well, this must just be about me. This must just be as something that's out of my control, right? And for those of you who know me, for those who have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I am always about you empowering yourself and looking for the ways in which things are actually in your control, including in your love journey, which feels so out of your control. But after this episode today, I am hoping that you will start to really understand how much more power and control you actually do have through this process, even though I know it does not always feel that way. The first thing, and this hopefully will just this right here is going to help some of you. So when you are in that place, you're like, all right, This isn't working. I'm not finding the love that I want. I don't know what else to do or I don't know where to start. There's one of three, well, there's three different sort of buckets that I that I look to to really diagnose like, okay, what's going on here? So you really, this diagnosis piece is really important because it's just like, say it was a car and say your car won't start and your car won't start as much as you try and you just keep putting like more and more and more gas in the tank. And it's like, well, the tank is full. Maybe the tank is overflowing at this point and the car is still not starting. So if you keep putting gas in the tank, like this isn't going to help, right? It's actually, you're only going to make a big old mess, right? So it's similar to our love lives. If we are focused on the wrong thing at the wrong time, It's like, it's just like putting gas in the tank when it's actually your carburetor that needs to be replaced. So all the gas in the world isn't gonna help. So I know it's not a perfect analogy, but just to help illustrate the importance of that diagnosis piece. So here are the three things I wanna tell you really quick. These are the three areas that you can look to, to start to understand what's going on here. And granted, if you're like most of us, there's a little something in all three of these areas, but this is how you can kind of go through this diagnosis process. So number one, there is a very baseline level of dating skill. So do you know how to date? Do you know how to get a date? Do you know how to flirt? When you meet people who are potential romantic partners, how good are you at conveying that interest, receiving that interest, fostering connection? This is all in the dating skill. And skills are awesome because... You can learn them. (laughs) You can strengthen them, right? I used to have zero dating skills, zero. And so I didn't date because I was really afraid. I was like, I don't know what to do. I actually didn't know how to get a date. I was totally, if you're familiar with my archetypes, I was very much in that avoider phase. I was a strong avoider at that time. And I felt so unlovable. I felt so undateable. And what I didn't realize at that time was I, I needed somebody to actually teach me how to date because through learning that process, I was able to start to gain more and more confidence and more and more skill. And the more and more confidence and the more skill that I developed, then the easier dating became. So this dating skill piece, and especially for those of you who identify as my lovely avoiders, you know, you're the whole package. You don't know it, even though you avoid Talking about romance, even though you avoid dating, even though you stay really busy with all of these other incredible things in your life, I just really want to drive home the fact that you have the power to leave this avoider phase at any time you choose. However, the dating skill piece is something that you've really got to get clear on and make sure that you are investing your time and your effort in, because without that, having the love that you want is going to be very, very difficult. So, that is the number one thing. So you, when you're trying to figure out why isn't this working, what's going wrong here, the first thing you want to look at is really do that check-in on what are my dating skills? What are my actual practical dating skills? How are they? Okay. And remember, and even if it's okay, it's okay if you're like, I don't have any. I used to not have any. I developed them. And you know it's, you can do this as well. So that's number one. Number two is what I call the fantasy cloud. So you have probably heard me talk about the fairy tale industrial complex and how it is a collection of many layers of messaging and programming that we are receiving all of the time. So it's marketing, it's advertising, it's Hollywood, it's the music industry, it's all sorts of messaging that says that the best thing in life that you can have, especially as a woman who dates men, is to be chosen by a man, And everything in your life is pretty much based on that premise, right? So you've got to be as beautiful as possible because the fairy tale industrial complex tells us that this very narrow definition of beauty equals lovability. So we have to fit into this mold of how we look, which allows a lot of industries to sell us many, many, many things because the whole premise is you can always be better. You can always be more beautiful and therefore more desirable and therefore more lovable. And then we have the actual fairy tales, and then we have Hollywood, and we have so much storytelling that really glorifies dysfunctional relationships, toxic relationships, just unrealistic, just a lot of unrealistic relationships, right? This whole notion that there is one perfect person, and when you find that one perfect person, you quote unquote, live happily ever after, we all know that that is not how it works. We all know we see the evidence of this in the relationships that we've been in and the relationships that we see in the world. And yet this is still a narrative that is constantly perpetuated and literally that it actually literally makes trillions of dollars, right? In everything, you know, including the whole idea of a fairy tale storybook, romance and wedding and all of the things that you are sold and packaged as this is what true love looks like, right? The diamond ring, this princess dress, et cetera, et cetera. I talk about this because it's very important for us to understand that many of our love lessons have come through this messaging and this industry, this very capitalistic co-opting of love. When in reality, love is about authenticity. It is about intimacy. It is about vulnerability and is about connection. And it's not about you looking like, you know, a 22 year old model and that for, and therefore, you know, someone will quote unquote, choose you and love you. And then you'll be good enough and you'll live happily ever after. So, there is so much, there's a lot of unnecessary suffering that is caused in our relationships because we are living in this fantasy cloud of the fairy tale industrial complex. So, you want to take a look at that for yourself. How much of that have I absorbed? How much am I actually expecting things to work out like a romantic comedy versus understanding that having the love I want is about me finding that within myself and then showing up in the world in a way where I'm able to radiate that out. And then therefore the right people, because there's more than one, can see me, recognize me. I can see them, recognize them. We can come together and we can build a beautiful partnership. So you want to take a look at that. The third area to take a look at to diagnose is what I call the shame fog. Now the shame fog is generated by the judgment, the criticism, the beating yourself up, all of that negative self judgment, all of that generates shame. So all of the judgment you have because you are single, because you had this pattern, because you made this mistake, whether you perceive you made that mistake, whether you feel I can't believe I met, whatever the judgments you have about where you are right now in your life and your love journey, I urge you to start to practice self-compassion and releasing that judgment because that judgment and that criticism only causes shame. And this gets its own big category, right? Of like, we need to look at this area if you're having challenges romantically, because it's very insidious. And because when you're in that shame fog, you can't see clearly. So you're just seeing more and more and more opportunities to magnify that shame. And I say this with so much love and with so much, I know. I know. I have to actively practice the self-compassion. Look, it, it gets easier. I'm way better at it now. I used to be terrible at it. I can get there faster of resetting to, wait a second, I need to give myself a break here because I'm human. We're all human. And we didn't choose our programming. We didn't choose our trauma. We didn't choose these past experiences. None of this, there were no conscious choices made here, right? And so we need to give ourselves a break and show ourselves that compassion so we can move on. Okay, so those are the three things, those are three areas, and I want to ground this conversation in that because I need you to understand, because I'm going to, I want to introduce you to some of my clients who took my last course, because I have a brand new course, and it's called The Confident Dater, and it is a 360 degree love education because there are all of these different areas, right? There is the dating skill piece, which is so important. And I'm breaking that down in the Confident Dater. There is the fairy tale industrial complex fantasy cloud piece, right? Which I'm breaking down and what to do about it in the Confident Dater. And then there is the shame fog. And this is all that internal mindset, your belief system, that those habits, those mental habits of judgment and criticism, um, all of the fears of rejection, not being good enough, all three of these areas, these are huge and the more you can you don't have to be perfect thank goodness there's no it's not about perfection but the reason that i created this course and it's a seven week course it's like a real class it's like a real course you know with sessions each week different topics each week and then there's a live Q and A each week there's pdfs for you to download so you can go through and really break things down because the whole purpose of the confident data is to teach you all of the steps that you need internally and externally in order to have the love that you want. In order to go from, I don't know what to do and I'm totally stuck and maybe I don't get to have love, maybe I'm just unlovable or maybe I'm just too messed up or maybe I'm just whatever, you know, insert fill in the blank, right? Because we can always fill in the blank with a reason to find ourselves not being good enough but you are good enough. You were born good enough. And this is what the confident dater is here to teach you. So I'm here with this program to eliminate all of the time wasting, all of the dating confusion, all of the heartbreak of well all of the pain of feeling unlovable, feeling lonely, of feeling rejected, of seeing a pattern play out that you can't understand. I'm telling you, I've been through all of these phases. If you know my dating archetype framework, you know, I've got the avoider, then there's the looper who's stuck in that dating pattern they can't understand. Then there's the surfer who's very overly reliant on chemistry. Right, and is having a lot of passionate short-term relationships that aren't working out. And then there's the sailor phase where you're really in control of your love life and you know, you believe fully in your ability to attract and keep those committed partnerships. However, you still might be a sailor and not have the dating skills, right? So now that you find yourself single again, now it's time for you to learn how to date as well. So there's, and you also need to make sure that you're clear so you're getting into the right relationship, not just a relationship. So there's this whole spectrum of the love journey, Right and moving from one phase to another it can feel like i don't know how to do that i did this myself i got myself from the avoider who did not know how to date to the sailor who was like oh i can easily attract amazing committed partners no problem to actually finding my true love relationship. I did that on my own with a lot of books, a lot of journaling, a lot of workshops, a lot of of trial and error. I went on hundreds of dates, so you don't have to. And it took me 15 years. And guess what? It didn't need to take me 15 years. It didn't need to take that at all. And that's what I am here to do with The Confident Dater is to like eliminate all of the time. And I invite you to go to the website, theconfidentdater.com. You can go right now on your phone, on your computer, go to theconfidentdater.com and you can read all about the course. And when you're reading about the course and you can see what each week covers, so I won't go into all of that here because it's all on the website. But I do want you to think about, okay, what is it worth to me to have all this information. How will it change my life to know that at the end of May, because the course starts in April, it starts April 13th, it runs to the end of May. By the end of May, to have all of this information, all of this clarity, all of this transformation, how would that change my life? How would that change my love life? So this is a time for me to introduce you to my first client who I spoke to recently about her experience in my previous course so my previous course was a four-week course called your true love code and that happened in the fall of 2020 here we are in the spring of 2021 and so i interviewed uh, a few of my clients and i wanted to give you a good sampling of people who had different situations right so first i'm gonna introduce you to Deb and deb is someone who was married for for many years and she never really knew she never dated because she was just in a long-term relationship for a really a long time and then a situation shift right after that. And by the way, I actually have an update from Deb since we did this interview. So stick around till after her interview, because she mentions the guy who she's been seeing for a couple of months. And I have an update on that situation. So stay tuned for that. And then I'm going to introduce you to my amazing client, Gia. Gia also took the course in the fall. And Gia was someone who she was super busy with work, super busy with obligations, super busy taking care of a lot of other people. I know some of you can relate. And so she really did not have the time and the space or the really the dating confidence that she needed when she took the course. And then so I'll let you tell her how she feels now. Um, and then I'm going to introduce you to my client, Alicia. And Alicia is someone who she's had a lot of relationships. She's done a lot of work on herself, but she knew that she needed a little something extra to really help her to really integrate it all. And so I'm excited for you to hear from her. And then last but not least, you will be hearing from Trinity and Trinity was someone who took the course when she was actually just separating from a partner from a long-term relationship and trying to figure out, is it something that, you know, she wants to keep going or is he the one or not? So I know some of you can relate to that situation as well. So as I said. That I wanted to give you a sampling so you could hear from different women. They're different. They have different backgrounds. They live in different cities. And just wanted you to hear from them a little bit what it's like being in the course. And then also, because part of being in the course also includes a one-year membership inside of the True Love Society community, which is my community of amazing, amazing, true love seekers who do not want to settle in life or in love. And so you'll also hear them sharing a bit about what it's been like to be as part of that community since the fall. So really excited for you to hear this and as I said please visit the confidentdater.com c o n f i d e n t d a t e r add the word the before that, com, and you can read all about it. You can also visit any of my social media profiles. I'm at Dear Franny, and you can click a link in my bio and also get to the website that away. Okay. So without further ado, please enjoy these short interviews with some of the former students from my previous course. Enjoy.
1: Well, besides being so incredibly useful because, you know, after a 21-year marriage, never dated, coming off of, you know, a situationship which you know about, which was being involved with somebody for three years. So no dating there, you know, it was like, I had no experience with dating and the course was so helpful. You've been so helpful because like you need tools. You know, it's like anything else. It's like, I didn't have any tools in my tool belt, like none. And the thought of dating was gross to me. Like, and the thought of online dating was even more gross.
0: <laughs> so where do you think on a scale of one to 10, with one being like, oh my God, dating is hopeless and 10 being like, oh, dating is amazing. And I'm so good at it. Before you took the course, where would you have rated yourself before the course? One. One. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit, but I know it was the challenge. Yeah. How about now? Well, I've been dating somebody for two months and I was just texting my friend. So
1: I would say now I would give myself like maybe a seven, you know, I don't know if this one's going to work out, you know, it doesn't work out. And then I go back in the saddle again, but I'm so much further along. But the big news is that the last two men, have been completely available. And my pattern from 15 to, you know, 64 unavailable men, one after the other, that was what I did.
0: And that's not the case anymore. I'm so excited for you. What do you think it was, like, what specifically turned the tide for you? I think it
1: was like week after week, you know, every other week, whatever. And all in between the sessions you did, which was just getting real about it, you know, and understanding. I think the big thing was what was so helpful for me in the beginning and continually is like, it's an inside job, meaning this is about me, right? And so it was everything. And I kept hearing over and over, you know, you saying, you know, rejection isn't real. Like you were in my head. And then like, if you're not for him, he's not for you, period. And it made so much sense. Like, you're right. If he doesn't want me, I don't want him. And it was so helpful. Yes. And I think the other thing that helped was you, this will make me cry, but your absolute complete commitment to like, there's somebody for everybody that you believe that,
0: you know, it's like, wow, it
1: kept me going.
0: Oh, Deb. It did. I appreciate you so much. Same. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You've been such an amazing, well, you're such an amazing person, but you've also been such an amazing member of the True Love Society and just such a a staple of the community and how you've reached out to other people for supporting the community and you've been support to other people in the community and you've been inspiring people, Deb. Thanks. Well, you know, I, I, I think the other thing about your work and
1: this is just what resonates with me and I think it resonates with a lot of people is like you tell it, it's like the real deal. Like for me, what you say resonates with me. Okay. And I also think that what's made it really useful and helpful is like, you've walked the walk, you've done the work, you know, and it's obvious to me, like listening to all the stories you've told, but just that you understand so deeply and have embedded in those who are listening, that it's all about this, you know, and the self-compassion and the self-love and the all that work that has to get done here, you know, to come out on the other side. And, you know, online dating is, you know, in the pandemic and everything that we've been dealing with, like, it's been
0: mind-bending. I remember... So when you did the course or when we did the course, you know, I think one question that everyone had was like, this is all well and good, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> so what, what good is this going to do me? But look, it's done you. I mean, you've just done amazing. God, that's so
1: true. We did say that like, this is a pandemic. How could this, it's not workable.
2: Right.
0: But look at you. <laughs> well, listen, you broke your pattern, right? So. Yeah. Now you're dating available men. Yes, you did the work in the course to get really clear on what your relationship needs are. Oh. Right? Yeah,
1: and the <laughs> thing, like you pick the five, whatever that like list is. So. Yeah. <laughs> I keep these in my journal, right? And I look at them a lot. And this list, you know, of your like true love code. This is so good. Like I literally look at this all the time. <laughs> no, seriously. And, you know, intellectual stimulation, sexual exploration, blah blah, blah 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 blah. That whole list and you and you asked us to pick 5. Yes, which I did.
2: Yeah.
0: So how's the, how so how is this guy stacking up? Um he's pretty much all five. Um, I have one last question. Yeah. This, this has been great. What would you say to someone who was considering signing up for the course? Oh my God.
1: The same thing I've said to like three women that have come to your course. Um, <laughs> if you're serious about wanting to find love, like if you're really serious about it and you want to just for me, what I would say is if you want to find a true partner and you want it to be right, and you want to not make the same mistakes that you've made over and over again, and you're willing to take the journey, this is the place to go. Because I think you're, and I truly mean this, I've said this to you a million times, your authenticity is so, it's what's needed. And it it cuts through Like you make it easy. Well, I shouldn't say that. You make the journey that's not easy, easier. Let's put it that way.
0: (laughs) I don't think it's an easy journey. Yeah. Yeah. But it gets easier and it gets more fun. So I've said
1: this to women who have signed up. And what I've said to them is it takes a village. No one can do it alone. No one taught me how to date. Somebody needs to teach us and you're like super freaking qualified to do that. There's something about you that's, and why I would send women to you with something so vulnerable as dating and love is because I trust your authenticity and that's huge. It's huge. You can't buy that. You know what I mean? Like it matters, it means a lot and it's what makes it work.
3: I think what made me decide to take the course is I was just not getting where I wanted to as far as dating. I was really working a lot, not really focusing on relationships or my dating life. And I looked up like, so this was in 2020. So I think it was a year, was it a year? I just had realized in the last year that I hadn't gone on any dates. I hadn't made dating or relationships a priority, that everything was work-related And I wanted to change that. And I've done other self-help stuff. And I realized that, you know, the common denominator in all of the things was me. (laughs) And that I had to like make some changes and create a different mindset when it came to dating. If I wanted to meet someone and be in a relationship.
2: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm so glad you
0: decided to take the course. So in terms of... Feeling like you knew what to do in terms of having the mindset that you needed to support you while dating on a scale of one to 10 when you started the course. I know this is hard. This was a few months ago. So, but... <laughs> I,
3: know. I can remember that.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the scale of one to 10, with one being like, oh God, I don't know. This is never going to happen. 10 being like, oh, dating is amazing and I know exactly what to do and it's so much fun. Where would you have put yourself on that
3: scale? I would definitely put myself at like a, like a four or a five. I wasn't totally like had given up on dating, but I wasn't in a good place with it either. I would say it was somewhere in the middle, like a four or five.
0: Okay. And where would you put yourself now?
3: I definitely put myself like eight or nine, like sometimes depending on what's going on at 10. I definitely have a lot more confidence when it comes to dating because I'm a lot more clear about what it is that I'm looking for or want in a relationship. I think I had so many blocks to that previously. And, you know, taking the course really helped me like clear some of those blocks. Amazing. What was your favorite part about the course? There were so many parts that were great. Well, I think allowing myself, I'm a person who is like a type A personality, works very hard have some perfectionist tendencies. I think just the part where you, the pyramid, where you kind of learn like all the building blocks to self-love, that was my favorite because I'm a visual person. I like to see charts and graphs and things like that make things clearer to me. So just seeing how important that was and having that list of foundational things that you need to love yourself, to get the love that you want. I think the self-compassion part was something that really resonated with me because I tend to be a person who's hard on myself. So just learning that that was an important part of bringing love into your life is having self-compassion was really great for me. It allowed me to give myself a break and not be so hard on myself.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to
3: hear that.
0: I'm so glad to hear that. It's true. It's true. Well, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you specifically, in addition to the fact that, you know, I just adore you is I, you've been a very active member of the True Love Society community. And I know that, you know, a lot of you bonded taking the course together. I would just love to hear, because I think for some people, when they think about doing a group course, it's like, Oh, do I want to be with all those people? You know, and so I just would love to hear what your thoughts were on or are on the group experience?
3: I have to tell you, that's one of my favorite parts about it is having other women who you can bond with and talk to. Like I have some people who I don't even really talk to them except for when we're in our True Love Society group meetings or we have an activity together. But I feel like I really know them. Like Deb, I absolutely love Deb. I, know, she's and she, I have like a special little relationship and I just adore her. So, I mean, you know, there's people I've come to really love. And I'm so glad you did do this in a group setting because I feel like I, there's so many really bright, interesting women. And I learned things from them. Even the the dating part is big, us all talking about our own experiences with dating, but even just regular life things that those ladies teach me. That has been such a gift. I love being in our group. It's amazing.
0: Oh, I love the group too. It's such, it's such I love an incredible it. group and I'm, I'm excited for it to grow to even more, you know, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing souls. Okay. Last question. So mm-hmm. what would you tell a
3: friend who was thinking about signing up for the confident dater? I keep telling my friends to sign up for the confident. <laughs> I have a really good friend right now and I keep telling her because I think her block is... See, this is the thing about having all these blocks about different things in your life. Hers is the money and feeling like she can invest in herself and that it's worth it. I think she's just she she can't get unstuck from that. Whereas I've learned through this course and other things that I've done is that the biggest investment has to be in yourself. You can't be fearful to spend the money on yourself. Like, what is the downside? You're putting it into yourself. It's always going to be an upside. Right. So I think getting her to get in the mindset of doing that. But that's what I explain to people. Like, this is, is an investment in your well-being, and your health, in your mental health, in your emotional health. Like, that's almost really priceless. Like, so I don't even see spending money on that as an issue. I mean, if I can buy expensive handbags, shoes, clothes, you know, this is to me way more valuable.
0: Right. This is investing in yourself. And also with the confident data, I'm actually offering a money back guarantee. So if people actually have the option to experience the course for the first week and go to the first two sessions. And if they're like, "Nope, this isn't for me, then they get their money back. So I really I definitely don't want that to be a, a barrier for anyone. And they will also, get so
3: much from this. Yeah, they you have know, to, you'll get investing. so much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. thank you, Gia. It's true.
3: (laughs) I'm just telling the truth.
0: I so appreciate that. I so appreciate that. Yeah. Well, if there's anything else you want to share, feel free. Otherwise, this has been amazing and I'm so grateful.
3: Well, you know, I want to say this to anyone who is like, not sure if they should do this or on the fence or, you know, thinking that I shouldn't spend this money or there are certain things in life That you just have to take a leap of faith on. And if finding love for yourself and finding your own love or true love is not worth that, what is to me? That was the most important thing. I wanted to love myself more. I wanted to have love from someone else. And knowing that this was going to be a tool to help me get there, I feel like people should just take that leap of faith and trust in your own journey and. Be open to what life is going to bring to you. Because like I said, it wasn't just the things that I learned about myself and loving myself, but it was just the amazing community of people you meet along the way. That was worth it just for that.
2: But I'm a bit of an anomaly and I'll tell you why. Because I think one, I knew I was super busy. So I wasn't always able to access your information in real time. And I took a lot of like the general concepts that you were presenting, you know, that were really just helping people, I think, get comfortable with the idea of online dating and how to date. But specifically, I took away like the online dating pieces and how to be more confident with that and how to be more open, which I think was my own personal journey. And so what's interesting is that I've now been on three dates with the same guy. It's a guy that I met on Tinder this summer who kind of just fizzled out. And when he fizzled out, I was like, fuck this shit. I don't have time for this goddamn online dating, you know, mess. You know, I would say this. I think that for me, what your course did is it allowed me to just reframe, focus on what was most important, which is being open to the process and having more fun with it. And yes, being confident. I think what, you know, what I needed to remember, and I think what a lot of women need to remember is that. We don't have to become anyone else to be liked by someone. You don't need to try to be like anybody else but yourself in order to be attractive. Like your authenticity is what's going to shine through. And I think because of the fairytale industrial complex... You have forever like burned it in my head. Like I didn't have a word for it. Now I have a word for it. You know, story for another day. That whole societal pressure that is put on us by that industry or by the fairy tale industrial complex is why the most hurtful breakup that I had was so hurtful. It wasn't because. I was just heartbroken because it wasn't going to work out with this person. I was heartbroken because I felt like I was turning 40 and I did not have a husband or a baby. And I felt like my world is over. I am worthless because I don't have these societal things that I've been told validate me as a woman. But it took, I think, the journey from like healing from that societal need to now. And I think, you know, part of that journey, of course, was meeting you, you know, hearing some of the concepts that you spoke about that I think really helped me along the path I was already on. So I think what's most important is that the women who are going to get the most from you are women who are doing all the additional things, you know, because I think a lot of times people will come, you know, with this desire to like, I want to figure out how to date, but like, have you done your shit to figure out why relationships may not always click for you or, you know, have you looked at your own repeating patterns? You know, have you investigated your fears? You know, like all of those things, you know? And so I think your work highlights that, you know, and I think that's what makes it powerful. What I know for sure is that your self-worth, your self-confidence, like all these things are, you know, connected. Your understanding of like what you aren't just deserving of, but what you're like, Destined for, which is a fulfilling relationship. Like, none of us have to settle for struggle, love, you know, like no one, no one has to settle for that. All these years on this planet, I should have learned something, right? But I think no one has to settle for that. And I think it is, once that is understood, you, I think you will attract better. You got to know what you're hungry for. You got to know your why, you know? If that confident data is helping people to answer that, then I think it's absolutely for them. The bottom line is, if anyone asks me about working with you, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Thank you. I think that it's always helpful to know that we're not alone. You know, that we're not alone in this quest. And that I think, I think there's this misconception about, you know, again, women in the whole even comparison of like, you know, how you look and, you know, how successful you are, or, you know, are my ears big? You know, like just
0: an infinite
2: number of things. And I think that it's helpful to know that every woman, no matter what has been challenged, you know, in some way of navigating dating, you know, and making decisions. And so I think being a part of a community that is, I think that is one runs the gamut in terms of the type of women that are a part of your community, not just one kind of woman, whether it's skin, hair, part of the world you're in, you know, whatever. I think that we all are seeking companionship that is fulfilling, right? and right. making making the best decisions towards that. And so I think it's just helpful to be in community with women who are, you know, striving towards that.
4: I wanted to take the course because I was in a lot of transition, physically moving locations to changing jobs, and then also in a very gray area of how I felt about the relationship that I was still in. And I guess it was a gray area because we had the conversation before I left that mm, maybe this is not working, but we just didn't like end all ties there because we were still friends and we were still supporting each other emotionally and everything. So I was in a space where I just needed some direction on my love life. And so that's why I took the course. Did it help? (laughs) Did it help you in that direction that you were seeing? Yeah, it, it did help. I really right now can't recall like the time of me taking the course to when I broke up with my ex. I know that I broke up with him like in June sometime last year. When did the sessions start? They started in September. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So June, July, August. Yeah. So I broke up with him three months before the course. And, but like I said, it was like that we are broken up. However, we're talking like, you know, every other week, maybe we're not talking every other day, like we were as a couple, but we were still checking in and, you know, doing the things which wasn't allowing me to fully release the situation, you know, because I'm like, well, what if, and maybe this, and you know, maybe it's just the timing and trying to give myself all the excuses in the world to stay in that relationship, or at least to be attached to some degree. When I started taking the course, there was always the intuition, you know, when I first moved to Denver about what was going on. And so when I took the course, it just really confirmed that I need to listen to my inner voice. And I think a part of the self-love that you talk about and your course and working on, you know, self-worth was instrumental because, and like I told you, (laughs) I think it was the second Zoom where you're like, (laughs) self-worth. And I'm like, oh, I have that. nah You know, I just like, kind of like tuned out completely but something that the intuition nudged me to be like uh maybe you should listen to that zoom again (laughs) so and I did that and the second time was really eye-opening and so yeah I just had to really deal with that part first and it put me in a place where you know I I kind of had to reflect on my history of dating and see the patterns that I've, the patterns that I've started and the way that I've trained people to treat me. And those things are not going to go away just because you change partners. You know, that's why we record the sessions (laughs) so
0: you can rewatch them because I think that's always beneficial. We always get more the second time when we go through these things.
4: The first time you're trying to like sometimes, you know, like write the notes and then it's like, oh, you don't have to write the notes. You have the PDFs and all this stuff later. So just like kind of listen, but you're still kind of in your head. And the second time around, it's just yeah, it it seems like you are for myself. I grasp the information
0: better. Yep. No, I'm the same way. Totally, totally. So do you think that, you know, do you feel that the course also gave you a way to now deal with that and to heal with that and to feel more worthy and to trust your intuition more? Did you, did the course help you not only identify, but to, you know, just to heal?
4: Yeah, I'm still like in that process. I think that for me, I was trying to keep up with okay, you know, like the self-love and the things that you do you need to do. But then I was also trying to keep up with like the dating aspect. And I got to a place where I'm like, hey, with doing the work on myself, it's okay to say that I am may not be ready to date. I can just take my time and really like learn and appreciate me for me to fall in love with myself. Because how can I expect someone else to fall in love with me if I don't even know what I desire? And, you know, the self-worth that I have within myself was like a... Just a really like organic type of, hey, slow down. You don't have to like keep up with the class. You know, this is about your life. (laughs) Just because other people are ready to date, you know, it's okay for you to not be ready to date. Yeah. How was the experience
0: for you of being in the group?
4: I think the group, it helped me to see that everyone, it may not be the same exact struggle, but everyone kind of has a little bit of struggle in this. life of the whole dating thing. You kind of got to see where people are, whether it's, you know, different lifestyles and, you know, they have getting out of a relationship where they have kids or if it's, they they just, you know, never were daters. You kind of got to see the different dimensions are the—I don't know if that's the right word—but just the different, the variations of what's out there and what we're all. And I don't want to say struggling, but just the things that you have to work on. Yeah, you're not and alone. Sometimes it's e- we all have yeah, the same challenges. It's easier to just like, yeah, to see it in other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's. I think that that's one of the things that h- how we help and support each other where we're like, you know, you may not be able to pinpoint it in yourself, but <laughs> when everyone's listening to your story, they gonna be like, oh, no, no, no. Either that was you or that wasn't your fault or, you know, you get to see it from other perspectives and maybe be a little bit more open to seeing other people's perspectives because I think it helps you to grow when you see women, you know, support you, but also tell you the truth and hold you accountable about certain things, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say to someone who was considering signing up for the course?
4: I would tell that person that it's a good idea if you're ready to put time into it. You know, like it's not something that in order for you to get what you desire to get from it, just with everything, you have to nourish it and you have to spend time with it. And so I think that, they need to know that, you know, go back and revisit and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe print out some of those PDFs and put it in your room and like revisit it from week to week. But yeah, like it's almost like homework. <laughs> you know, you do have to keep things fresh in your mind so that you can start to change your behavior. I would say that, you know, just you have to do the work like Iana sometimes says. <laughs>
0: right, right. You know, obviously everything's being recorded as always and everyone's gonna have access to those recordings and all the materials and the True Love Society community for a year. There's a lot of support, like ongoing support because yeah, it is a lot of information to digest and especially if you've never like done this kind of work before. So it's just like, yeah, there's a lot. Last question. What was your favorite thing about the course?
4: I think I just have to go back to how so unbelievably I was so arrogant with thinking I had it all together with my (laughs) self-love. And I'm like realizing like, girl, you, you know, you love yourself, but you still got some work to do. It's not something that is you get there and then you're done. It's like a continuous thing. I'm learning how to show up for myself because if I don't show up for myself, how do I expect anybody to show up for me? You know, the self love aspect of it, when you kind of, before you even start talking about dating other people, you know, like just knowing because, like, yeah, you just will accept anything sometimes if you don't necessarily have that worth within yourself. You, right. you know, will just go for anything just because you're looking for somebody to accept you. So that to me was the most beneficial thing that I took from the sessions
0: so there you have it you heard from four amazing women and i mentioned that i had an update so i have an update from deb so the man who she was talking about who she you know she'd been dating for a couple of months when i spoke to her a few weeks ago things are official and she's so happy and she left me the most amazing message and this actually, she just posted this yesterday, which is just great. So inside the True Love Society, she she posted for everyone to see. Okay, this is a total shout out to the amazingness of Francesca. After a few bust ass years of working to clear the debris from my beingness to make room for my man, it may have manifested. I've done the work, but it was Francesca who encouraged me to give a chance to this man who after a few online conversations, I was ready to run out the back door. As a result of her brilliant love and support, I went back in, and the rest is history. He is an incredible man. Pretty much everything I was looking to manifest in a man, and I met him at OKCupid, which was my recommendation for her. So I am here to say that Francesca is the real deal. She so gets it. She reminds us all the time that there is love for all of us. Much love to all on this journey. Keep going. Do the work. Don't give up. I mean, that is just. An incredible, incredible testimony. And and actually, I'm gonna read you one more because I also got this one last week from another student who took my last course in the fall. And she wrote to me to say, Hi Francesca, I hope you were doing well. Good news over here. I met someone who was all the things I've been looking for, but maybe didn't realize I needed. A few months in, and I'm happy to report he is kind, compassionate, emotionally present, and available. Perhaps most profound is how I feel all caps when I am with him. I manifested how that that would feel thanks to your work. While I may be stepping away from the true love society, I credit you for opening my eyes further to what I was seeking, which I feel like I have found for now and hopefully the future too. I mean, amazing, amazing. So I just am so excited that you know, some of these women who came into this course, just feeling like totally stuck. They've just had this transformation in a relatively short amount of time because, um, you know, we just did the course not that long ago. So we already have people who are getting into beautiful relationships and breaking old patterns. So just imagine what's going to happen for you if you join us in the Confident Dater. So it is a seven week course. All sessions will be recorded and available to you for one year. So you've got lots of time to revisit those materials, There are downloadable PDFs for you to work with and to keep and to revisit as you need. And of course, there's the incredible True Love Society community, which you will be a part of for a year. And not only will you have the course materials, but I'm always adding new materials to the True Love Society and doing new live events. So you're going to get lots more content, lots more support on this journey. And I'm also offering a money back guarantee. So there's that. Maybe I shouldn't have buried the lead. I should have said that up front. Because this is how confident I am in this material, in this course, in the transformation that I've seen in so many of my clients and also in myself doing this work because I was my first client. And I'm just really excited to spread to the world because I truly believe the world would be a better place if everyone had true love. And that includes you. And I know that's possible for everyone. So if you sign up for the course, and you, after the first week, you're like, yep, this isn't for me. Because the first week is pretty important. It's pretty foundational. So if you listen to that first week, you go through that first module, you go through that first worksheet and you're like, yep, this isn't for me. You can just email me and let me know. Yep, I'm not into it. And guess what? You get a full refund, no further questions asked. So, that is my promise to you. (laughs) And that's how much I believe in the confident dater. So, I hope that you join us. I would love to see you there. And the cart closes April 11th. So, you probably April 2nd um, when this podcast episode is coming out. So, you've got another week. So, April 11th, Sunday, April 11th is the end of the enrollment for The Confident Dater. So do not delay. If you would love to join us, I would love to have you. And you can visit theconfidentdater.com and enroll. And um, yeah, and there's lots of FAQs on the, on the website, but you can also DM me on the socials. I'm at Dear Franny in all the places. Instagram and Twitter are the best. And also come and join me on Clubhouse if you haven't already. And I'm doing lots of fun masterclasses and rooms there about love and dating and all the good things. Okay, that's it for now. I told you this was a different kind of an episode. Thank you for sticking with it. Thank you for listening. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would be so grateful if you took a moment to rate it, five stars, (laughs) subscribe, Uh, share it with a friend, post it on your socials, especially, you know, I'm really doing my best to be vulnerable and talk about the confident dater and get the word out and ask other people to help me spread the word. So I'm asking for your assistance in spreading the word. If you're like, this sounds great. I think this would benefit people. Please do share it and let people know what's going on and tag me. I'd be so grateful. And yeah, so that, so that's all for now. And I also want to give you the heads up that I am going to be wrapping the second season of Dear Franny. So it's going to be happening soon. There will be at least one more episode. So that, so be on the lookout for that, but I'm going to be wrapping for a little break, a little hiatus, but I am also going to be launching a new podcast with my friends, AC Brown and Amari Ice called Love, Money, and Magic. So that's going to be very exciting. So even though Dear Freddie's is going to be on hiatus, Love, Money, and Magic is going to be taking off. And so I will be sharing those details with you as well. But okay, that's it. Thank you wherever you are in the world. Be safe, be well, and thank you
3: for listening. Goodbye.